Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of Better Off Dead, where two morons give you advice on how to lose money gambling on football. Today we have Micah Lewis Krause here joining us. Good morning, everyone. And James Jimmy Lynn, our producer. Hello, hello. And I'm Scott Macklin. And yeah, Micah, do you want to give a little more uh, context on where the idea for this podcast came from? Uh, sounds great, Scott. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited for this. Uh, we've been, Scott and I have been texting or emailing about uh, NFL lines uh, week over week for probably the last five or six years. Um, and uh, every Monday morning, we get excited to text about what we think is going on in the NFL, and, and we're almost always wrong. Um, but it's super fun, so we're, uh, we figured we might as well uh, record some of this for posterity and just kind of see how we do. Also, let's bet some money. Love it. Yeah, we'll keep track of what our bets are, see how much we've lost, and hopefully it's a lot of theoretical bets, so it's not real money we're losing. We also might have some some guests on this podcast uh, here and there. I, I feel like we sh- we'll, we'll have some surprise guests. I would just like to say Dennis Chang is not invited ever, um, but otherwise I'm I'm cool to talk to anyone. I don't know about you, Scott. Love it. Yeah, we will find some awesome guests. Maybe Tim Donahue can join, give us some insight on the NBA. Um, but yeah, I think you know it's an interesting NFL season coming up. Uh, you know, a fair number of changes. Um, you know, still a lot of the same top teams, but some new ones in the mix, like the Browns. But, you know, I think what we'll do today is maybe run through some regular season wins, uh, have Micah guess what he thinks some of these teams are going to come in at, give a few of our recommendations. I've got some best bets. We can talk through some uh, player props. Uh, and, yeah, we'll generally just give you some advice, which hopefully, for your sake, you will not actually use. Um but yeah, why don't we kick it off, uh, Micah? Why don't I throw out a few regular season wins uh, guesses at you? Uh, so what you'll do is uh, I'll throw you the team. You guess what you think the uh, over-under line is set at, and we'll see how close you come, and we'll zero in on a few to actually bet on. Sounds good to me. Let's do it. All right. So let's go with, uh, let's go with the Atlanta Falcons. Where do you think they're coming in at? All right. Atlanta Falcons. So uh, what, I'm, what I'm looking at here says that they are plus 3,300 right now for best regular season record. Uh, I know, you know, Matt Ryan, it's been, he had kind of a couple down years, um, but you look back a couple years to 2016, I think, when he was awesome last. I know Julio Jones is consistently uh, one of the better receivers, tons of yards last year, I think somewhere around 1,800 for the season, although I think a dearth in touchdowns. Um, I find the Falcons to be super annoying, and I hate watching them. Um, I hate Matt Ryan for some reason. Uh, oh, yeah, he's a Boston guy. I think he's like – I think there's some – well, I'm not going to go there in the first podcast. Um, but, uh, uh, no, I, I, I dislike them a lot. I mean, obviously I hate the Patriots, and they blew one of the biggest games to the Patriots in the history of – professional sports so not a good place to start so i'm gonna go with but you know the odds are kind of in the middle i'm gonna say there's something like uh nine wins pretty good yeah they were uh they're in at eight and a half and the line is actually shifted on the over to minus 130 so nine wins is probably probably spot on and they were seven and nine last year pretty disappointing for them given some of the talent they had uh they lost tevin coleman obviously to the 49ers so 
But I think nine wins is good. I mean, their division, I think the Saints are going to come down from that 13-3 and three record. Uh, Panthers may pop up from seven and nine uh, like they were last year. So it's a, it's a pretty competitive division. Uh, so that's, that's a good start, Micah. Nailed your first one. Um, let's see here. Let's find... Uh, Do you have a pick on that? I, I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go over slightly. I could see him winning 10. I think Breeze might be getting a little old. I think Tampa Bay might start off hot and be terrible again. And I just, I don't know. I like the root for the for McCaffrey and the Panthers, but otherwise I kind of hate that team. So I feel like the Falcons are going to win this one 10 and 6. What about you? Yeah, I think I think that's doable. Like if they only need to get to 9, um, I don't love the VIG having to put minus 130 mm, on that. Yeah. But if I had to go one way, I'd probably go over because I think they can get to 9 wins. Um, but, uh, all right, next one up, uh, let's, let's pop over to the AFC. One of the more interesting teams this year, uh, the Cleveland Browns. So they, oh, yeah. you Good got one. Baker Mayfield over there. They got Odell Beckham. Uh, Nick Chubb was awesome last year after they traded for him. Uh, a lot of hype here. So where, where do you see them coming in on the win, win tally? Uh, yeah, pretty interesting. They also have Kareem Hunt coming back, what, week nine yeah I think, for eight right. games, I yep. think maybe i can't remember um yeah so there you know it's tons of hype around the browns uh i i i, I don't know they're plus 1800 for the best regular season record which is actually pretty good um i i think mayfield he's super accurate and he is fun to watch he's super confident um uh, i'm gonna go i'm gonna guess the over under is it's probably pumped up a little bit because people are on them so much. I'm going to say nine and a half, maybe 10. And then I'm going to say, I'm going to say nine and a half, but that could be low. Pretty good. Pretty good. You're spot on again. So they're at nine and that's minus minus one twenty. Um, So you got to pay a little bit for that, but yeah, spot on right there. Nine, nine and a half. Um, last year they were seven and nine. Um, you know, I think, oh, man, I, I don't know. I feel like this team could be could go eleven and five, but that division's still tough. Like all those games, you know, playing the Steelers, Ravens on the road, like even the Bengals can be kind of tough. Um, I just, I just feel like this could be a disaster. Um, I, I honestly kind of, I just hope it's interesting either way. But man, they have such high expectations, and I feel like if stuff goes wrong in the locker room, like it could go really, really wrong. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think, first of all, the Ravens got rid of Flacco, right? So they can only be better because Flacco's terrible. Um, Super Bowl the Bengals, MVP, Joe Flacco, was that it? Yeah, 2010. <laughs> <laughs> um, almost last decade. Uh, the, I mean, I think the Ravens are going to be bad. Uh, oh, sorry, better. Um, the Bengals had a horrible year last year. They kind of have nowhere to go but up. Although, is Marvin Lewis still the coach there? He's like 100. Do they have a new coach? Um, I, I no think idea. they fired him. I don't think he can get fired, but maybe I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I feel like they're they're both on the upward trend, and I also think the Steelers are good. I mean, I think actually like getting rid of the drama with Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. I know they're super high skilled players, but you know Big Ben's still there. He never ages, and they always seem to have good receivers. Um, uh, Schuster, I can't remember his name. The hyphenated last name dude. He's pretty good. Um, I, I I agree with you. I think this division is good. I think there's too much hype. I also think Odell Beckham is a drama queen. Uh, I know the Giants are dysfunctional, but you got to put some of that on him. Um, so I'm going under. I think this team is uh, is eight and eight ish, 
seven and nine. I think they, I, I don't know how hard their schedule is, but I think if they lose one or two out the gate, I think they're in for a, a bumpy ride. All right. Book, book the under on that one. Um, yeah, I think, oh, I, I checked. Uh, so Marvin Lewis is out. He's now an, oh, he an, an advisor for the Arizona Cardinals special teams or something like that. Kind of, kind of gnarly. But, uh, you know, after 16 years of mediocrity, I think it was kind of time for him to go. Um, you know, he's the, the, uh, uh, Ernie Grunfeld of NFL coaches. Um, and they replaced them with, this seems to be a new trend this year. Um, uh, they have Zach Taylor replacing him. Um, and he's one of those uh, generic looking white guys who's 35 years old. Uh, he was actually on the Ram staff, which seems to be uh, everyone trying to find the new Sean McVay. Um, but we'll see. Um, all right, so we've got a couple picks in on. Let's do a few more uh, season wins, and then we'll bump over to some other to some other bets. Mike, any any teams you in particular want to do? Do you want to do the Giants, Jets, given your New York origins, or any other teams you find interesting? Yeah, I, let's do the Giants. Okay, I, I think they're pretty interesting. So um, I'm looking for their uh, good podcast. Well, I'm looking for okay, they're plus twenty thousand. For the best regular season record, they're they're almost at the bottom. Um, trail, you know, they're only ahead of they're two hundred one, only ahead of the Bengals, Cardinals, Dolphins, and they're tied with the Redskins and Bucks. So some really good company there. Um, all right, here's the thing on the Giants. I, my guess is that their over under is something like, uh, let's see, look at that division for a sec. So, um, Cowboys are going to be. Probably pretty good. Eagles, Wentz is back. Redskins suck. Uh, I, I don't know. I'd say they're probably somewhere around six and a half is my guess. All right. No, that's pretty spot on. So they're over under six. It's shifted okay. to actually people are hitting the under pretty hard. Um, minus 135 there. Uh, they obviously drafted. What's that guy? Chase Jones? Something like that. The Oh, uh, yeah. The quarterback. I, I, yeah. I'm guessing they'll you know still plug in Eli unless something goes horribly wrong there. Um, they have Saquon. Uh, who was awesome last year. But, yeah, I really don't see them winning more than seven games for sure. You know, they could probably maybe pick two off the Redskins. But the Cowboys are solid. Eagles are good. Um, so it's – yeah, I kind of I, – six and ten seems pretty pretty spot on for them. It's hard with them. So, I mean, obviously I'm a Giants fan. Been one for a long time. Uh, I've always had trouble rooting for them here and there, though, because Eli is just so annoying. And, unfortunately, Daniel Jones went to Duke, so that doesn't help things. Um here, here's my thing on them though. Like, I, I think there is some Ewing theory potential here. You know, for those listening, Ewing theory is—I uh, don't know if like Simmons coined it or something—but it's basically the idea that when a best player uh, leaves the team, the team actually gets better. Um, so when Patrick Ewing retired, uh, the Knicks went to the finals the year after in the straight shortened year '99, something like that. But anyway, um, uh, when I look at this team, you know. Odell was awesome, um, but he was kind of just a bitch, um, you know, with, with, with everything he said, all the media stuff, he was just the center of attention. So you do wonder if, like, maybe they, they clear the air a little bit, they have a little bit better team chemistry. Um, you know, I, I kind of I, – I see Eli playing most of the season. I mean, Jones has looked pretty good in the preseason, but they've had a decent preseason so far collectively. Um, and I think just Saquon, like, this is year two, right? And last year – as a rookie, rookie last year, I think he had something like two thousand yards from scrimmage, right? And and he was in the top three. So um, 
I, I think I'm going over on this team. I think the Redskins suck. I think they're going to win both those games. I think they could pick one off from the Cowboys. Those games are always competitive. And the Eagles, it's sort of a crapshoot. So I don't know. I'm going to go over on this. I'm not sure if it's a lock. Um, but I think they'll definitely be better than they were last year. Okay. No, I like that. I think that division's always weird. Every year that division's weird. Stuff happens you don't expect. It always seems to be kind of bunched up, uh, you know, going into week 12, week 13. So, you know, if they they could pull off 7-9, I don't really see them. It's tough for me to see them winning eight games, but uh, with Eli at the helm. Um, but, you know, I think uh, with Saquon, if he can just go beast mode, they could, they could do well um, or better than expected. Um, they have a you know, their schedule. Just I know we should move on, but they're at Dallas week one, and week one's always like a total crapshoot, right? So you could see that going either way. Well, yeah, especially if Zeke's still holding out. Yeah, um, like, home Buffalo that seems like it's a win at Tampa Bay. I mean, who the hell knows? Home Washington, home Minnesota, at New England. You could argue that those first first five games pretty weak. Um, you could see them something like three and two, even going into the game at the Pats. I don't know. I, I mean, it's an optimistic outlook, but you know, I'm a Giants fan. Yeah, what do you no, want? That, that is a very weak schedule to your easier schedule to start. So, um, all right, let's do one more over under. Uh, Michael, why don't you pick out one more team that you find interesting? Um, sure. I mean, should we do the should we do the Pats? You know, they're the they're the champions. Should we should we talk Pats? Or are they a little bit let's boring? Do the Pats. I mean, it's definitely good for content given how much you hate them. So. Mm, uh, true. Let's do the pack. We could also do the Niners quickly afterwards, just because they suck, and I want to rub it in Dennis's face. But all right, go on. Let's do. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll quick guess on the Pats. I, I mean, you know, they always win the AFCs. No, the Dolphins are terrible. The Jets just lost a key cornerback. Yeah, they're minus five hundred this year to win the <laughs> yeah. AFC East. They're plus six fifty for best regular season record. Obviously, Brady's forty two, but you know he never ages. Um, they just signed. Oh, they're getting what's his name back, who was on suspension. They they drafted, I think, pretty well. Uh, I don't know. I, I'd say their over under is probably uh, eleven and a half. Wow, spot on, eleven and a half. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of action on the under. It's minus one twenty five. But man, Mike, you've been nailing these. Um, yeah, I think at eleven and a half, I would I would go under. Like eleven and five seems to me more likely than twelve and four. Um, I mean, obviously I can see them doing it, but I just feel like with Brady every year, it seems kind of, seems pretty rickety during the regular season. He will have some good stretches, but then they seem to kind of just go into uh, rest and conservative mode. Those last few games, once they inevitably have the division locked up, the only thing would be like, maybe if the jets come on and push them to have to, to play hard, but I just see them, you know, having a two, three game lead and resting guys down the stretch. This their schedule. I don't. I don't get it. How Super Bowl? I thought it was supposed to be weighted to be heavier. But so they're they're home against Pittsburgh week one. So that's a tough game. But then they're at Miami, home against the Jets, at Buffalo, at the Skins before they're home against the Giants, and then and then it's at Jets, home against the Browns, at Ravens. I, I just like nothing scares me that much. I will say though that the. You know, the first couple of weeks of these seasons are always screwy. They lost that game to the Dolphins, I think, 20-7. to seven. Yep. Not the Dolphins, the Lions last year early on. So I could see them, you know, playing strange in week two against my, at Miami or home against the Jets week. Nah, screw that. They'll win that game. Um, maybe at Buffalo's tough week four, but it's not cold yet. I don't know. I, I, uh, I hate to say it, but I, I, I'm probably going over on them. I just don't, I just don't see it. Going over? All right. <laughs> 
Yeah, that is a super easy. I mean, when you're playing six games against those trash teams, like you're probably going to go five and one. I mean, they don't. Uh, it doesn't get tough for them until after their bye, and then they go at the Eagles, home against the Cowboys, at Houston, uh, home against the Chiefs, at Cincinnati. So that's a pretty tough stretch. But that's week eleven through fifteen. Teams will be tanking by then. It's after their bye week. Um, they'll be gearing up a little bit for the playoffs. I don't know. I, I think they're over. Okay. All right. We will book that one. Uh, we'll, we'll come back and revisit that one. Um, our last one. Let's do the Niners real quick. All right. I am gonna say that the Niners and the Niners are, just they got Jimmy G back. Uh, has not been looking great in preseason. Um, just in case, just in case people haven't heard this, he apparently threw five interceptions in a row in practice. Seems like a weird thing to happen. He also had a QB rating of zero point zero. I think in his first game back. Strong, strong numbers. Dennis could probably do better. Uh, yeah, they're plus. They're only plus six. six they're only sixty to one. Most. Ah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's probably public money on them. People are excited and probably don't really see see what's actually going on. They're like a classic kind of public money team like that. I don't know. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go smack with the middle with eight wins. Yeah, that's that's actually pretty pretty spot on. So they're eight and a half. Although people have been banging the under, it's down to minus 175, which is mm-hmm. pretty much the biggest spread you get other than the Redskins, who at six and a half are minus 200 on the under, which is pretty incredible. Uh, so someone did not <laughs> set a good line there. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but yeah, I think with the Niners, for me, I'm kind of an eternal pessimist. Um, oh, the other big spread is the Bengals at six and a half or minus 195 to go under. Uh, although Bills... Six and a half minus two hundred to go over. Um, so, yeah, so people are pretty optimistic on them. Um, but yeah, the Niners for me, I always uh, predict doom. Um, it's panned out pretty well for me the past few years there. Uh, I, I just think that they're cursed ever since they ran Harbaugh out of town. Uh, their owner York is a total joke. Uh, I actually like Shanahan and Lynch, uh, the coach GM combo. I like them. Want, want them to do well, but. I just don't know. Uh, they've got Kittle, who's great last year. Uh, a pretty good a beefed up running back core with um, they have Tevin Coleman. Uh, not, who I forget the names of the other guys. They signed a couple other decent guys, but um, I don't know, there's something about them. I think they're just cursed uh, since they ran Harbaugh out of town. And I division's pretty tough. Uh, Rams are going to be good. You know, they're probably going to be you know twelve and four, thirteen and three. Seahawks are okay. Cardinals are trash, but I I do not see them doing better than eight and eight. Uh, I, so I would bang the under, although it's minus one seventy five. So I don't know how how much I like that that juice. That's tough. I, I feel like that's almost the best bet, even at minus one seventy five. I mean, how are they? Listen to this. Okay, um, listen to this schedule. Where how they start out? Uh, they're at they're at Tampa Bay week one, and Tampa Bay is a classic like early season good team. Um, you know, what's his name, the QB, who, who I'm blanking on. Do they still have Jameis Winston, or is it someone else? Ah, there we go, Jameis. So, oh, yeah, they got, uh, they got Arians as their coach now. So, oh, that's true. Uh, that'll be interesting. Um, well, so they're, so they're at Jameis week one. That's a, that's a toss-up, man. Tampa Bay, start, they were 3-0 last year, and then they died, right? Um, then they're at the Bengals. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe easy game, but week two is always a screw week two. Then they're home for the Steelers and Browns back to back. They have a bye week in between. 
tough, tough back to back home, and then they're at the Rams. So like that's that's a pretty tough slate. First five six weeks, you know, then they're at the Redskins, home wins Carolina at Arizona. They don't have a puff game until at Washington, probably week seven or at Arizona week nine. I, I don't I don't see it. I, I, we I think we may I may want to put some money on that one because I just think they're going to be bad. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Kind of unfortunate scheduling for them. They have their bye in week four, which is always kind of rough. You usually want a little later in the season when guys are more banged up. You need the rest. But, you know, they finish the season uh, against Packers, Ravens, Saints, Falcons, Rams, Seahawks, which is like they could easily go one and five or lose all of those. Um, and then earlier in the year, you know, they still got to play the Seahawks again, Panthers, Rams, Browns, Steelers. Like I, there's no way they go at eight and eight or uh, nine and seven. Um, so that's one. I don't see it. I really don't see it. And I think this is like going to be a classic year where the, where people think that Seattle's not that good. You know, they only have two members of the Legion of Boom left. Um, but they still have what's Bobby Wagner. They, they're going to, you know, it's like sort of just this classic, like, yeah, Seahawks are done. And then they're going to be like 10 and six. Yeah. They sneak in the playoffs like they did last year. Um, all right, so uh, those are some. I, I was impressed. I gotta be. I gotta say, Mike, you were spot on on the on the season wins. Um, let's see. So we can dive into some of the futures here. Um, I uh, I can give some of my best bets. Uh, yeah, go for your best bets. I'd love to hear. Them. So I like to. I really like to do the Super Bowl matchups. Um, it's a good way to like pick out a few teams that you think are being discounted, and then kind of double down on them by betting that they'll match up in the Super Bowl. So obviously they kind of like multiply the odds there. I, you know, preseason, there's some okay values. I really like to start looking at those at kind of week 10, week 11, uh, and look at teams where they may not have done as they've been underperforming, but still have a good shot of getting in the playoffs. So last year, you know, great example of that. Um, this was early in the season, but I got Rams versus Chiefs at 100 to 1 and Saints versus Chiefs at 140 to 1, which to me, like, you know, a lot of it was I just like I I just felt really bullish on the Chiefs, especially the way they started, and I don't think they they don't always readjust the odds, uh, in my opinion, to where they should be. So if you can get on things early, um, and obviously I got screwed out of both of those uh, cashing in, which would have been nice. I did hedge Rams Pats at sixteen to one a little later in the season, which which helped because that cashed in, but the you know ten x higher payoff would have been a lot nicer, uh, but. You know, you can also see, so later in the year, there were a couple teams I keyed in on, like the Eagles and the Colts, um, Seahawks too, where they were they were maybe a game or two out of the playoffs, but I felt like they had pretty easy schedules. So, you know, I got Eagles-Colts Super Bowl at 700-1 to one last year, Colts-Seahawks 1100-1, to one, Eagles-Chargers 451, I like those. So, you know, none of those hit, obviously, um, but they're lottery tickets where if you kind of, if you can key on in on teams that you think are going to overperform the rest of the year, you have these... You know, really long shot odds that probably won't hit, but I think they're really fun to to root for and think about. So, um, I pulled together some of my best bets for the Super Bowl matchups: uh, Rams Colts, eighty five to one. I like that a lot. I think I, f- I feel very bullish on the Rams. Uh, you know, obviously I like Sean McVay. Um, Cooper Cup should be back healthy. Mm. Uh, Todd Gurley, who knows? Uh, I, I would not feel super confident about him uh, even being at eighty percent, but. I think they got something to prove last year. McVeigh got pretty embarrassed in that Super Bowl, um, and then I just like the Colts uh, with Andrew Luck 
at the helm. I think they're 14 to one to win the AFC. Um, I just, you know, with the chiefs losing uh, a couple of their key guys, I think the AFC is pretty wide open, although there's a lot of, uh, there are a lot of good teams out there. Yeah. That, that it's an interesting call. I, I don't know, but I feel less confident about the Colts. It seems like Lux health is really kind of up in the air. I like the rest of their team, but it's so hard to say with him whether or not he's going to be going to be playing. I do hope he's playing and playing well so we can do a little bit of Andrew Luck voice, one of the things that I, I find more entertaining from from Simmons and Sal. Um, I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I I definitely think the Rams are, are a pretty good shot. I, I'm, you know, you I wonder about something like uh, Giants Chargers. You know, it's 500 to 1. Or sorry, uh, fifty to one? No, that's five hundred to one. Um, I, I don't, I don't think either team is is necessarily a great team. But the, you know, we talked about how the NFC East is screwy. The Chargers and the AFC West, like, you know, they're they're that. Obviously, Rivers still has never won a Super Bowl. Um, he had a, a big year last year and then choked in the playoffs. But maybe he gets over that this year. Um. No, actually, I like the chart. They were, they were one of my division best bets at two to one. Um, you know, the Chiefs clearly the favorite there, but I don't know. The Chargers just always seem to kind of hang around in the regular season and they choke. They and do, that. and the and the Broncos and Raiders are bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'll just run through a couple others. So, uh, Bears Steelers ninety five to one. I think that you know, to me, you still have Mitch Trubisky at the helm, which you know I don't love uh, in the playoffs. But, you know, I just I think that the Steelers are still solid despite losing Antonio Brown. They've got a lot to prove after last season was pretty bad. So um, has that moved up? I'm looking at right now. I don't see that at 95. Oh, that's what I got from Sportsbook yesterday. Oh, all right. All right. So maybe it's maybe it's shifted. wonder if um, people like that more than uh, maybe it's the 50, no, 50K that I put on it shifted a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, let me run through a couple other quick ones. I got Falcons Chiefs at 95 to 1. Uh, and the other one, I've got Cowboys Colts at 130 to 1. So to me, you know, they're long shots. I think those are ones where, you know, it's fun to put down 20 bucks and then see where it just falling throughout the year. And you can always kind of hedge against those as, as things play out. But um, those are a few of my f- best bets for Super Bowl matchups. So I'm going to throw out a couple more. Actually, I, I did find it yep. 95 to 1. You're right. Um, I think the, putting the Cowboys in there. Uh, is a good bet because they they easily could have beaten the Rams last year. Yep. Um, I hate them. I want to bet against them. I can't stand any of their players. But at the same time, like it feels like it might be, you know, if if Zeke comes back, it feels like it could be their year. Um, that guy on the defense, uh, what's his name? Van, I can't remember his last name. But the, he was a rookie last year. He was pretty awesome. I, I actually wanted to look up uh, defensive player of the year. I wanted to see if he's on there. Um, I don't know. I can, I'll look at it later, but, um, so I kind of like the, the Cowboys coming in, uh, it, making the Super Bowl. Um, so, you know, Cowboys Chargers is 90 to one. Um, Cow- like I like that better than Cowboys Browns. Cowboys Browns, 85 to one. I just don't see it. Cowboys Chiefs, 70 to one. Um, so some of those I think are kind of interesting. Um, I also think, I like some of the Steelers bets. You know, feels like a Steelers-y type of year. A little bit of Ewing theory there, but get some of the drama out of there. Um, you know, Tomlin pulls a good season out of Zass once every few years, so it may be his year. Um, but it sounds like so. I guess we we you know I like the kind of the Cowboys and Steelers. Um, 
it seems like you like the the Bears a bit. Uh, we both kind of like the Chargers, um, so we should keep an eye on some of this stuff. Uh, yeah, those is like I like kind of the ones that fall in the like fifty to one fifty to one range. You know, basically just pick like two or three teams that you like that you think are being undervalued and see what their matchup odds are, and then you know I usually throw down like twenty bucks on them and. Just gives you if they start off the year hot, it's fun to follow, and if they suck, you're only out twenty bucks. I also kind of like the Packers. I mean, McCarthy's finally gone, right? And I think they what they win six games last year. Um, and and you do look at that roster, and you're like, how they're not going to only win six games again, are they? Um, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, with the Redskins in the division, the Lions, like, I just don't hate. All right, I hate uh, what's his face from the Pats, their coach. Um, Patricia, yeah, I, I don't know what it is about him, but um, so I think they they could easily have a bounce back year to me. Uh, go ten and six, obviously with Aaron Rodgers. Um, uh, let's pop into some player propositions. These are pretty fun. Um, I'll uh, I'll walk through a few of my best bets. Uh, Mike, feel free to call out some of yours. But uh, the first one that I love is Baker Mayfield over fourteen and a half interceptions. Oh wow! Now, he is accurate, as you were saying earlier. But I just feel like, God, he's going to be trying to uh, cram in some passes to Odell. Um, it's, a, you know, minus 115, so it hasn't been uh, any action either way, tilting the line. You know, you run into some risk with inter- uh, injuries, obviously, but I just love uh, with, with Mayfield trying to prove himself. Yeah, you know, interception bets are great. The, the, the danger, obviously, is they get hurt. Um, yeah. But, okay, so I'm looking at the, the list now of, of most interceptions. I mean, I, I think he's as good a bet as anyway, as anyone. Yeah. Um, where is, I'm, I'm trying to find so 16 to one. It's interesting. Cause you see like Eli Manning as only 18 to one and you kind of like, how are they that close? But yeah, I don't know. I mean, also like Flacco trying to prove himself again in, in Denver. He's 30, 33 to one. Yep. Um, I've, <laughs> Sam Darnold is 11 to one to lead the league in interceptions. <laughs> Uh, no, I love that one. I love that one. All right, that's one we'll, we'll bang heavy. Uh, another one of my favorites is Derek Henry, under 1,225.5 yards. Uh, that's a little bit of action on that, on the under. It's minus 125, but, I mean, he just always gets hurt. Um, the Titans, you know, maybe they do actually have to rely on him, but with Mariota healthy, they may be mixing some more uh, passing in there. So I, I just – I love – uh, betting under on Derrick Henry, um, huh. uh, so that's one of my best bets. Nice. Uh, that one I can't can't say I know too much about, but I definitely willing to roll with you on that one. Um, All right. Um, I have. There are a couple ones I, I was. Yeah. Can I can I yeah. inject one or two? Throw some in. Comeback player. I think comeback player of the year is really interesting. Um. So you know, there's some obvious ones here. Like Jimmy G is a heavy favorite, plus three twenty five. I think that's stupid. Le'Veon Bell is pretty close there. Also, plus 450, I also think that's dumb. Like, he'll get a lot of dump-offs from Darnold, but that, that team just I don't think is that good. Um, you know, Carson Wentz is 12-1, to 1, I think is kind of interesting. Uh, but the one I really like is Cooper Cup at 18-1. to 1. He got hurt kind of early last year. Now, he, is, he does seem to be potentially fragile, but that dude can fly. And you think about, um, you know, another year with that team. I know they lost a couple people in the defensive end, but um, their offense is pretty much intact. Like, I, I, don't, I think he's a, an interesting one to, to look at. I think David Johnson at 16-1, to 1, also interesting. Like, if you, if you look at his year last year, the Cardinals were terrible. Um, and, like, 
could they possibly be any worse last year? I don't think so. And he still was what, like the one of the top six, seven running backs. I, I think I think there's an interesting play there. Um, so yeah, I, I think there's I think there are a couple of long shots here that I I might uh, throw some money on. Yeah, no, I like that. A lot of this, a lot of these are about narrative, right? And so, yeah, I think, you know, Jimmy G has a compelling case, but I just don't see the Niners doing as well as people think. Um, and then, you know, I think Antonio Brown, or no, who who's high up there? Uh, yeah, Antonio Brown's 20-something to one. So but I think the problem there is that he kind of chose to not play the previous year. So I think people are a little more into the Usually it's like an injury case really gives people, uh, you know, the feeling that they want to vote for someone in that one. So, But I think there are some good bets in there. And I... I think there's a problem with Antonio Brown too. Is if he has a good season, it means that Derek Carr had a good season, and and you know the comeback player there would go to Brown versus Carr if they're both at, were pretty good. Like the writers kind of hate Brown. I don't know. That's what that was a tough one. I, I thought about that okay. too. I like that. So uh, another couple quick ones I'll do. Um, uh, Le'Veon Bell total TDs uh, going over nine and a half there, uh, and you actually get even odds on that one. So I could see Darnold needing the. Rely on him for some dump offs. Yeah, that one I like. Oh, I like that one a lot. Yeah, we could lock that one in. Um, Who, who's going to score for that team? Uh, the cornerbacks of the uh, the opposing team will probably score a lot. Uh, a lot of pick sixes. I wish you could bet on pick yeah, sixes. Really? That would be one of my favorites. Um, and then uh, last one is Saquon Barkley over 13.5 total TDs, minus one, 115. I just feel like... Uh, What's he for total yards from scrimmage? Did you it was a lot. One? I think it was like maybe eighteen hundred or something. Um, it was a lot. Jeez. So okay, it was it was a stay away, but he could easily outdo that. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like that too. I think I like the yeah. Le'Veon Bell one more. Um, I just, I worry with fifteen touchdowns or fourteen and a half. Like the, if he misses three or four games for something, you might be kind of done. Um, what about what do you think for for I'm going to throw one out what, for regular season passing touchdowns? Do you think Mahomes is going to do it again, or because he's plus three fifty, not great, but someone like Mayfield's plus is is fourteen to one, Drew Brees twenty to one, uh, Deshaun Watson thirty to one. I mean, there's some interesting other. I mean, Cam Newton is a hundred to one. Wow, that's a pretty good value there. You know, he's got McCaffrey. I think McCaffrey had something like eighteen hundred and fifty yards from scrimmage last year. Like he's got some yeah. weapons. No, I I, uh, I like those. Um, I think you get good value. I would not. I wouldn't go Mahomes just with those odds. Uh, I think you know you have a lot of guys who could pop out and you know Breeze just all the dump offs to Kamara can get a lot of TDs. Um, awesome. All right, so let's do a, a few future futures bets um, on MVP. There's a few that I like in there. Um, uh, Andrew Luck, fourteen to one. Um, I could see you know if the Colts go you know, 11 and five, and he has a lot of TDs. Uh, I could see that happening. 14 to one, pretty good value to me. Uh, Jared Goff, 35 to one. He had really good stats last year. A lot of, a lot of passing yards. So, you know, I think if the Rams go, you know, 13 and three again, uh, he could do, he could be in there. And then a bit of a longer shot, uh, Camara at 60 to one. He gets vultured a lot on, on TDs. TDs. Yeah. That's the problem with him. Yeah. I, I thought about that too. He's going to lose a bunch of TDs to to the other to the bigger back. I can't remember, mm-hmm. the name, but um, I think Tyreek Hill could be MVP for the most times people think he uh, might get banned for the season. Uh, I, I can see that. Yep. I uh, I think 
Beckham might be MVP for like just being the most annoying all year long. I think that they're look. I think legitimately, I think Barkley at fifty to one is interesting. Oh, he's fifty to one. I like that because if he gets like a, a Ladanian Tomlinson type year, uh, it's going to be hard not to give it to him. I think that's like an interesting one. I mean, look, Barkley and the only problem though is the are the Giants going to win enough games to really. Uh, that's true but let's say he has 2100 yards or 2300 yards from scrimmage right he's in he's early in his career you know these running backs don't have super long careers and they typically peak on the earlier side so let's say he i think the record for yards from scrimmage is around 2500 uh like chris johnson or something a few years back so let's say he ends up with um 22 2300 yards from scrimmage 18 touchdowns um you know second or third in league in receptions um I, I I think there's I think there's some interesting upside there. I think um you know, I, I heard someone talking about Aaron Donald at fifty to one. I think the last I was I was also I also heard that I think the last uh defensive player to win the MVP was L T a billion years ago. Um so I think it's unlikely, but man is he good. Um I I I wanna I wanna think about this one a little bit more, uh, because I uh I think there's probably some value in here. I think Russell Williams, Russell Wilson at 25 to one is kind of interesting um, because I, I feel like the Seahawks may have a bit of a bounce back here, but I don't know. I, I, these are, these are some good things to throw out. When is, when is week one? Uh, two, three weeks, two, uh, two and a half weeks. I think it's like September 4th or something is September 5th is opening day that Thursday. So we got okay. Um, all right, so a quick one I want to run through is Defensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, not because I have any uh, real expertise here. I know there's one guy, Bush, on the Steelers that people are high on. But I was going through the list, and there are some pretty awesome names in there. Uh, and so I'll throw out some of the names that I found in their odds, and uh, you can pick some that you want to bet on. Okay. Uh, the first one from Cincinnati, you have Montez Sweat. <laughs> 12 to 1. Uh, that is a pretty solid name. Uh, the next guy on the Colts, his first name is Rock, R O C K. His last name is Yah Sin, S I N. So he's 30 to 1. So if you like Rock, if you want to rock with Rock, uh, I would throw down on that. And then the last one's pretty good. It's uh, on, on, on point for the theme of our show. His name is Greedy Williams at 20 to 1. <laughs> so if you like any of those, uh, I would suggest you throw down some money on them. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Um, and then, a, yeah. It, um, <laughs> why is football so good? Why do we love It's like every every year, man. I, I feel like I feel worse about it, of course, like everyone does. <laughs> but I just like every year I like it more. As, as I get older, I don't know, because I'm just like closer and closer to being a grumpy old white dude. I just – Cannot get enough of the NFL. It's yeah, terrible. It's fun to root against people. Um, you know, I find myself rooting against things more than rooting for them as I get older and grumpier, as you say. Um, it's just just the best. Let's hit on a couple of last few ones. Uh, most rushing yards. Uh, I, I really like Barkley at plus five fifty. Um, Zeke uh, Ezekiel Elliott still in there at plus four fifty, which to me is just to stay away with the whole uh, holdout status, but. Uh, Barkley, I think, is pretty good value. Obviously, you have injury risk, but plus 550, man, he's going to get a lot of carries. So that's one of my ones. That I, I kind of like David Johnson at plus at, at 33. 33 to one. I like, I, that. I, I like that. 
I mean, I'm not sure what you saw. This is, I saw this on Bovada, but you know, I, Kyler Murray, like, I think he's going to be pretty good. Um, so I think they're going to have to. Def- other teams are going to have to defend the pass more. I think David Johnson has a bounce back year. I actually wonder if he's like a, both a you know if he if he somehow leads the league in rushing, he will win comeback player of the year, right? Yeah. So I think he's an interesting play for a few of those. Um, I'm a little higher on the Cardinals. I mean, it's hard to be lower in the yeah. Cardinals than no, I, year, I, thirty-three to one. That's that's great value. I like that one. Uh, all right, let's do uh, let's do one of the favorites, I, uh, which is first coach fired. This one's always fun. Oh yeah, um, sounds good. Know, sounds good. Uh, so my my best bet here is I like uh, Mike Zimmer of the Vikings at fifteen to one. Mm. I just think like last year was pretty embarrassing. You know they had that uh, week one loss to the Bills where they were seventeen point favorites and they ended up losing by three TDs, which cost me my survivor pool. Thank you very much. Um, they were just uh, they were just really disappointing. So I think. You know, if they start off, I think they, they do have kind of a soft schedule, but, um, you know, maybe that means if they do lose some of those games to the crappy teams, like, I think there's an easy way that they run uh, run him out of town. So I, I, I could totally see that. Um, you know, I, I do wonder if, like, uh, if the Cowboys start off, like, 0-3, 0-4, like, is it finally the year that Garrett gets tossed? I know they think they may have, may have just given him an extension, but. I don't know. I wonder about that. Obviously, I, I think Gruden's terrible, but he's not going anywhere. I think Patricia, like he's only been a lot the Lions coach for a year or two, so I think that's pretty unlikely. But it would be great to see him get fired. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, I the, when I look at the stuff, I look at like who, which teams have the the most pressure on them. Um, you know, I obviously the. Uh, the Browns have a lot of pressure, although Kitchens is a first-year coach, so that's not happening. So I think like the Cowboys, there's a there's a bit of pressure, right? Um, the Jets are always kind of like a funny team to watch in this place, in this area. Uh, I don't have a good feel for this, I guess. Um, you know, you'd say the Saints have a bit of pressure, um, but Champagne's not going anywhere, I don't think. Um, so I'm going to give this one a little bit more thought, um, but. Uh, I, th- I like I like where you're going with this. I think that's um, that's a good bet. Okay, yeah, and that's when you can monitor throughout the year. Um, you can obviously kind of update it as uh, as things progress throughout the year. Um, all right. Uh, well, I know we only have a few minutes left, Mike. Was there anything else you wanted to cover? I think those are all my my best bets. No, I think this is awesome. Uh, great first attempt. Uh, I hope this wasn't too boring for the two or three people who potentially listen to this. I know James, thank you so much for your help. And I think you're going to play with this and add some theme music or whatever. Uh, and I guess we'll do this again next week. Maybe we'll do, we'll see how things come together. Maybe next week we'll actually place some bets and, and kind of get that going. And then from there on, hopefully we, we do uh, guess the lines uh, and, and see how it goes. But this is, I love this. This is great, Scott. So I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Yeah, this was a ton of fun. Micah, James, thank you so much uh, for all the help. Um, and uh, yeah, we should probably keep track of all our bets, maybe progress our our uh, balance as it plunges into the red. But uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening and we will catch you next week.